Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Digital by Attention Media. Today on the show, we are featuring uh, another marketing agency founder, Alex Morris, founder of To The Moon Digital, based up on the uh, beautiful northern beaches. And uh, today we've got Alex on the show to talk about his expertise in marketing lead generation for coaches and consultants. So different to what we do here at Attention Media, uh, and we're going to dive into all of that good stuff, how Alex founded his business, what, how you go about marketing for coaches and consultants would love you guys to tune in lots of value in this one that episode's coming up next Welcome to Digital, a podcast brought to you by Attention Media, a location agnostic digital growth agency helping businesses become iconic brands. On this show, we dive into the hottest topics, the latest updates, and what's working in social media and digital marketing right now to get you up to speed and keep you informed. And if you want to grow your business through strategic digital marketing, head over to attentionmedia.com.au, click on the book a discovery call tab, fill out some details, and we'll be in touch. We'd also love to know if you're listening to this show. So please take a screenshot, upload it to your preferred social media account and tag us at Attention Media Agency. Let's get into the show. Alex, thanks for joining us on the podcast, mate. Anthony, thank you so much for having me, brother. Mate, uh, for everybody who is just tuning in, uh, let's start off with a little bit of context about yourself, your business background, all that sort of a stuff. Uh, obviously, uh, this is digital, our agency's podcast, but uh, both being marketers, I, I, we've got you on the show because you are an expert in the consulting and coaching, marketing for consulting and coaches, uh, and it would be great to talk to you about that. But mate, first of all, uh, who is Alex Morris? Dude, depends what time of the day you're asking me. If you're asking me <laughs> any time between 6 and 10.30 a.m., I'm generally a, uh, a busy dad of two twin babies uh, hanging out, wrangling kids, knee-deep in bolognese and nappies and down at the Love park on, on the swings. And then uh, generally between about 11 and 4 p.m., I run a uh, marketing small marketing agency called uh, To The Moon Digital. And so we are here to help coaches and consultants generate a lot of leads uh, for their business appointments, increase their online presence. And uh, yeah, really just help that side of solopreneur, service-based entrepreneur to, um, to get their name out there and, you know, differentiate themselves from the hundreds and thousands of people who have just labeled themselves as a coach. Mate, so love it. That's what love I do. It. Very keen to uh, to unpack all that, mate. But uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a dad of two myself, so uh, I can resonate right. there. And uh, mate, we um yeah, let, let's uh, start at the beginning. Uh, when did you get into marketing? Has it always been a passion? Uh, and then we can kind of get into the business side of it after that. But where did it all start for you, mate? If marketing has always been a passion, is interesting. I've always probably been someone who likes getting attention, cool. and so. I, uh, I spent my 13 years outside of school. Most of that I spent as a chef or as a waiter or as a sommelier bartender in restaurants, some of the best restaurants in, in Sydney. That's nice. not a brag. It's just to take me on to the kind of the work ethic you have to have when you're there, which yeah. is like you're in there at 7am, you're leaving it there at midnight. You're just getting pumped all day. And um, Hospitals are grind. It is, man. It's a, yeah. it's, you got to love it. And I, I really did love it. Uh, but I think that um, I always kind of felt 
that I wanted to be, you know, out the front talking to people. I felt if I'm going to be a chef, I'd like to be a chef. People know I'd like to have my own restaurant or my name on the thing or a cookbook or a TV show or whatever. I filmed a pilot for a TV show a, few, a couple of years back that is still in the ether. Who knows if that's going to happen? Probably <laughs> not. Uh, that was back when TV still existed. But long story short, I started uh, nutrition coaching because I had a really big uh, sort of health and weight loss journey myself when I was chefing. So I kind of let the, the, the lifestyle get ahead of me. Ah, uh, yes. You know, uh, booze and, and cigarettes and lack of sleep and lack of exercise. I kind of like ballooned out a bit, got a bit puffy. So I lost about 20 kegs and um, got oh, myself no. in really good shape. And then I was like, okay, most of the weight loss nutrition programs out there are like, you got to cut this out. You got to count this calorie count that. For me, it wasn't the way I wanted to live. So I thought, okay, I can teach people to cook healthily, long-term benefits. I will become a health and nutrition coach. So I, I taught people how to do that for a while. Cool. In doing that, I worked with a company who taught me how to market, you know, how to build Facebook ads, click funnels, uh, how to sell on the phone, how to kind of just build an online coaching business. Yeah. And that's what I did for about six, seven years in varying levels of success. Mm -hmm. mostly relatively low levels of success, but a few peaks now and then. Sure. Um, about two years ago, to this day, I found out we're having twins, right? Uh, huge, huge. <laughs> so I reckon if there'd been one, I would still be health coaching, still be grinding along doing that, half okay. in hospital, half in that. Um, being two, I was like, okay, I cannot do half the things I do now. I can't do cooking demos i can't do webinars late at night i can't be on sales calls i can't be going out for you know catering gigs and doing nutrition for gyms and stuff like that i need to do this all from my laptop at least for three four months yeah i was already doing marketing for two or three people yeah just because i was better than they were um and then i thought okay i'll do this and I started just kind of charging really, really low prices to do websites and stuff, figuring out how can I keep my life going on my laptop. Luckily enough, this was right at the beginning of these initial lockdowns. And so I found myself a way of making money without HOSPO and without, because that stuff would have fallen apart if I was still in it. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really kind of serendipitous to use that word that I um, started working 100% online at that time. Mm. Gradually, man, over about six months, this thing that was meant to be a means to an end, uh, it started working out pretty well. So I rebranded, I, I turned myself into a company. And then for the last sort of year now, I've been full-time in this agency, but I've been marketing for about seven years. Awesome, mate. So that's an awesome backstory. Absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, th there's some similarities there, I think, between our stories as well. Um, you know, previously worked for a decade in a family business and then uh, first child came along. You know, you it, it forces you to, uh, you know, rethink life and you have to make a lot of adjustments. Uh, and then likewise, um, you know, I'd already kind of been uh, playing in the uh, the digital marketing space, but it definitely continued to force that hand uh, and being able to you know build a business off the back of that, uh, you know essentially build a life by design, I suppose. Uh, and I've been very fortunate to do so. So lots of similarities there, mate, and that's absolutely fantastic. So, um, to the moon digital is uh, is the name of the company now. Yeah, I just I grabbed that you know uh, in the last year as crypto became 
in vogue and so it was yes yes a bit of a it was around the time all those meme coins were kind of flying to the moon that sort of thing yes yes so I've, yep. I've, I've nabbed it and it's became a, a little bit of a theme all my programs are called like the mars method or the venus method or love it you know, launch it to the moon digital and yeah lots. yeah it's great man it's given me a theme without even you know being deliberate <laughs> so good so good i love it mate um northern beaches born and raised or What's Born in there? Nottingham, England. In there we go. Yeah, mate. Man. I was going to say there's definitely a bit of a uh, bit of a twang there, mate. But uh, that's very exciting. So when did you move out to Oz? Uh, I moved out to Australia the day that England beat Australia in the Rugby World Cup final in 2003. <laughs> it was meant to be. <laughs> 20, Twenty to 17. Johnny Wilkinson in the last minute. Wow. That was, uh, that's when I moved here with my family. Uh, it was my dad. And mum moved here for lifestyle reasons. I was in um, Nottingham, England, which is where like Robin Hood's from. Lovely. Yes. You know, lots of like lovely farmland and stuff, but the, the city centre was pretty dodgy at that time. And I'm not going sure. like, from like some ghetto or anything. I'm from like a pretty, you know, comfortable background. But um, yeah. my, sister, my sister was like 17. She was starting to go out at night, that sort of thing. And there were like, there was violence and stuff. So my parents mm-hmm. like, Australia looks like the place to go. So... Fair Here enough. we are, man. Twenty years later, pretty or you know, nineteen years later, and uh, love it. Wife and kids been on the beaches for about six years now, and loving life. So good, man. So good. So one of the things that uh, would love to tap into a little bit more, obviously, you know, with your experience in the coaching and consultant space, uh, obviously different to what we do here at Attention where we're more e-com uh, and lead gen for service-based businesses, uh, would love to tap into your thoughts, tips, tricks and philosophies around lead generation specifically for coaches and consultants. Like what is the difference, uh, you know, for everybody who's tuning in, what's the difference? Is there a difference? Um, and you know, how do you go about doing that? I think the thing that drew me to working with coaches and consultants outside of me knowing the business was that beauty of you get someone an appointment, if they can close that deal, they can get their return on their money back very quickly. A lot of them are yeah. selling high ticket programs, you know, 2000 to 16,000 is my uh, client with the highest price yeah, nice. moment. yeah 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 so we build her a good funnel we take the time to test it she generates you know two months worth of ad spend back in one sale yes which is really nice and it's so obviously that's great for me as a business it gets people results really fast but um i think the main thing to answer your question tips and tricks in the coaching consulting space is that like it's a very, very low barrier to entry to call yourself a coach or a consultant. Yep. Literally zero barrier to entry. I had no place being a health coach. I was just a guy who lost weight and I liked being on camera. Yeah, yeah. So you got to really put yourself out there as someone who can offer something different. Mm-hmm. And this is where a lot of people are just lost in the ether of like, I'm a business coach. You want me to help you with your business? <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. And and that's kind of where they have it. And people either have no niche or no message or no offer. And I work with a lot of people now who I do consulting and coaching for mm-hmm. because they are not ready to do done-for-you marketing yet because they don't have all that stuff sorted out. Someone yeah. comes to me and says, can you help me get leads? And I say, who do you help? What do you help them with? And they can't answer that question in like one sentence. Yes. Then yes. it can go a, um, 
then, then I can't help them to actually put out an ad to say to a cold audience, this is what I do and how, how I can help you. Correct. So, yeah, that, that's um, one of the main things I've realized over the years that people just need a really, really defined message they're confident in, their message in their offer and their niche to be able to even start the process. And I think a lot of people are not there yet. And if they're listening to this, that's your first port of call to get started. Yeah, mate, there's a huge value in that alone. And I'm, I'm almost kind of like kicking myself a little bit here because again, like I used the word tips and tricks before and I feel like definitely shouldn't do that because it's it almost makes it sound like it's it's too easy or it's too simple or there's some little hack that's just going to all of a sudden you know build you a business and have leads flooding in the door and obviously as you and I both know it is so much more than that uh, mm-hmm. and as you've just mentioned you know you need to have a business like you need to know what your purpose is you need to have a, a a mission and a vision you have to know who your target audience is because there is no form of marketing on the globe that is going to build you a successful business if you don't have the foundations in place so uh, yeah just bringing it back to business first build those foundations and then your marketing is going to amplify that business that you have would you agree yeah and absolutely if, you, if you're ever going to pay someone to do it for you, you've got to have that stuff ready. Otherwise, it's, you're just throwing money away mm. and you might as well be learning to do it yourself first. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I would, yeah. I would much, much rather work with someone who had a grasp of marketing and at least doing, you know, knowing how to do a few things and now it's their time to outsource rather than someone who's just got no concept of it at all. Because, um, yeah, there's, there's too much work to do. And I think people need to just really take a step back and say, what am I what's my message and then go organically test it in the marketplace you know go freaking gary v style for a bit and just post a lot and talk to a lot of people put out content and see what sticks you're probably not going to be right with your niche on the first you know the first iteration of it i certainly wasn't yeah yeah exactly exactly you know you've got to test measure and especially if we're talking about coaches consultants who are just starting out as well like obviously if you're well established you've got a successful business already completely different story but uh yeah the groundwork is definitely important mate would you say that um digital marketing is kind of vital in today's day and age if you are going to be a coach if you are a consultant like do you need to have a digital marketing component attached to it i mean it (laughs) I don't. I just don't know anyone who doesn't have a good digital marketing component who's doing well. I've got friends with restaurants. The people with more successful restaurants have a great Instagram following. That's digital marketing. They're not running paid ads, but yeah. you know, you you pop your, you say where do you want to eat tonight, and you search the name of a restaurant. If they have a good Instagram, you're much more likely to be into them. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy some freaking furniture, and you go to a website that you know has been thrown together by the owner or you go somewhere with a professionally done you know digital landscape that's all digital marketing you, you already know who you're going to go for just by that little bit of effort so um coaches and consultants the thing about us is we are the business yeah. you know we're not we're, we're generally not behind a product we are we are the business so it is a slightly different in that you've got to put yourself out there as the face and use your story and your message through your digital marketing. So whether that's organic and you love Instagram or YouTube or Twitter or freaking TikTok clubhouse, whichever one you're using these days, I think you've got to be doing something. Yeah. But ahead of that, I think that if someone likes you, 
and they're following you on Instagram and then they're on YouTube that day, they shouldn't have to go back to Instagram to find you. You should make an effort to kind of be yeah. omnipresent yeah. if you're a coach and just give people value in as many places as possible. Thinking of the top coaches and consultants in the world, they're freaking everywhere. Mm. And if you're going to buy from anyone, you're going to buy from this guy who you see a lot more of. Yeah, exactly. It's that recency and frequency equation, man. You know, we we're mm. the the, fam- the familiarity principle, right? Yeah. So uh, again, you know, where people buy from people that they know, like, and trust, uh, and I suppose that is exactly what digital allows everybody to do: is to have a voice, to advertise, to market, and to to build a community, to build an audience. So you know, it's it's definitely a place that needs you know people need to be at. Yeah, just like with um, we said there's a low barrier to entry to be a coach. There's also a very low barrier to entry to start marketing yourself as yeah. a coach. There's, it's free, you know, yeah. phone in your pocket, switch it on, you're done. You know, you, you can yeah. start. And and back in the day, you know, when you had to pay for marketing and get it through publishers and editors and all that kind of thing, uh, when my dad had his business 30, 40 years ago, you know, he was telling me the ludicrous amount he'd spend to get a radio ad on at peak hour. Yeah. And it was just mental. And you've got to go through so many people to do it. We can market ourselves organically immediately. And then when you get into paid marketing, all that does for you is it leverages your time yeah. because you can get your content in front of people without having to be actually currently making that content. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. And I think, um, you know, it's an important message not to skip over as well is the you know putting content out into the world right sharing uh sharing your knowledge providing value building an audience building a community uh and you know there really is no better way to do that than the digital platforms that we've got these days right through social media etc and so forth um when it comes to marketing and funnels and all that sort of stuff for coaches and consultants is there a a particular methodology that you have is there a particular process like what's involved in terms of marketing and lead generation for a coach or a consultant yeah for sure uh very very cool question i think i think the main thing to realize is that it, it does vary depending on what kind of social proof you've got starting off if you're someone with a good brand you can market your program, say, come do my program and people will do it. If you're someone just starting off, you've got to widen that funnel at the top and just accept that no one knows who you are and no one cares about you just yet. So let's give them as much stuff as possible for free. I'm in that bucket. That's why I do, you know, three podcasts a week and just kind of get myself out there. You, you're the same. I care about you, Anthony, but um, you've been hustling away at a great podcast for a long time. So that's the top of your funnel for a lot of people. Yeah. I just assume people want to go in for the offer straight away. So I'm going to say the, the most basic system for a coach starting out is get onto Facebook and Instagram with some sort of free lead magnet. Lead magnet being the classics, you know, your PDFs, cheap sheets, ebooks, blueprints, video trainings, quizzes, that sort of thing. Yep. Knowing that uh, there is a a risk factor for every lead who downloads your uh, lead magnet. Okay. So to talk about risk, and I'm sorry if I'm going back and forth, man, just how my mind works. Um, (laughs) To talk about like when you're putting a lead magnet together, you got to think what sort of risk is the person taking by downloading this thing? Okay. And so if someone's scrolling through Facebook and it says, enter your email to, uh, to get this free ebook sent to you, take some 30 seconds, 
All they need to do is enter an email, which they do 20 times a day. They don't even have to read it. Very low risk. Therefore, the lead quality might be pretty low as well. Mm-hmm. You move up to the second level, which is generally like a video training or a webinar. And they're like, okay, I've got to invest like an hour of my time into this thing. Potential for human interaction, which is always scary and potentially some conflict when I don't want to buy something. The risk increases, but anyone who rocks up is going to be a better quality lead. Mm-hmm. And then finally, when you go into book a discovery call, you know, uh, book a, th- a free 30 minute call. It's like, Jesus, you are going in hard. This yeah. person doesn't know who you are, but if they book, then they are going to be, you know, taking a risk, but they're going to be right for you most of the time. Yeah. So I'm going to say, if you're a beginner coach and even for the, the really good ones, free lead magnet, pick a tangible item that you can help people with something they can plug and play into their business, uh, like a checklist or a, a, a planner or a diary or a, a script that they can put in a template. This stuff's perfect, but don't stop there. That's where most people stop. Then it becomes nurturing and moving them down, down that funnel. So yes. as soon as people hop into your lead bandit, if they've downloaded it instantly, they need to pop into an email follow-up sequence, which is, not, hey, buy my shit, buy my shit. Can I swear on this one? I'm sorry, Anthony. You can, mate. All good. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> buy my stuff, buy my stuff. <laughs> and um, it is, uh, it is you know, daily or weekly or bi-weekly value from you, Anthony, not from yeah. my, my company with all logos. It's, it's Anthony. Hey, man, just checking in. How you doing? Automate it. Make it look legit. Um, and then soft sell, you know, the next step in that funnel, every step of the way. Hey, you might like this training. You might like this $7 product I've got. You might like to book a call. Keep on doing that. And then the second they've downloaded that free thing, the next page needs to pop up while they've, you've got their attention and move them towards the next step. So in that step, just increase the risk slightly. Yes. Oh, you like that ebook? That tells me you are a person who really cares about your beauty salon business why don't you check out my free 15 minute video training on how we book an extra hundred clients a year without spending a cent on advertising. Holy shit. I'd love to. Good title. Good title. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, yeah, (laughs) good. If if it can be done, I'm sure it can be done. Uh, Then they come in and, you know, they watch that video. You like that one? Let us show you how we can do it for you. Here's a link to book a call. Next day, they haven't booked the call. All good. But boom, here's another ad, you know, you like that yesterday check this out and i think you know uh you don't need to be overwhelmed and go out and build all this stuff on day one i would generally start Mm -hmm. with the lead magnet and try and grab some phone numbers and then just freaking cold call people if i was a coach which i am and then build tweak and refine and just build that process until it does it all for you but um yeah man lead magnet increase the risk with every step of the funnel and aim for that appointment on the back end mate so much value in that alone, but uh, I think you know there's a couple of key points to come out of that. So, the first being that I feel for the majority of people we still have an expectation, and I, I find myself in, in this position at times as well, where you put an ad out into the world, it's a Facebook ad, it's a Google ad, it's whatever, and you have that ex- expectation that that ad is going to get you a sale and get you a sale quickly, right? Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people fall down is the whole process that you've just described to us is about 
uh, building a community. It's about allowing people to get to know, like, and trust you. That takes time. That mm. takes multiple touch points. That takes you providing them some value without expecting anything in return. Uh, and over time, you build yourself a funnel of people who are engaged and will listen to you and will potentially do business with you. And I think it's that whole mindset and philosophy around, hey, I, I can't just turn on a Facebook ad and expect to make sales. You actually have to have a process behind it and then give in order to earn that person's money okay or that their time or whatever it might be so um that's something that I think, yeah, a lot of the time we're always just, you know, it's that direct response. It's that put an ad out into the world and all of a sudden I've got business. But uh, I think that's where social uh, and a lot of the digital platforms have such great strength is because it does. It allows you to build a community, allows you to create a funnel. Uh, and then the second piece is where you said it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen on day one. And, you know, anybody listening in, uh, if you're looking at, you know, if you're starting to build out a funnel, if you're starting to get serious about your marketing, um, don't put pressure on yourself to have all this done overnight, right? It it takes time to set it up. You need to have a strategy behind it and it's constantly uh, iterating and evolving and improving and testing and measuring. Like it, it doesn't stop. It's something that you <laughs> continually refine over time. Would you agree? Man, I would 100% agree and it's something that I've learned over the last couple of years to manage the expectations of my clients a lot more on the front end that this yep. does take a little bit of time. Mm. And so that means I qualify my clients more, you know, how much you're currently making, how much have you got aside to invest in this thing? Cause it, it may not happen very quickly. Sometimes it does. And then, you know, man, if someone has said to me on the phone, man, I've quit my job. I'm all in on my coaching business. I will not touch them. I'd love to help them, but they get into that desperate state where this funnel has to work. And that is not a good environment for anyone to be in because, um, you know, I had someone ask me today, what kind of guarantees you're offering your marketing business? And I said, none. And I can't, I can, we can aim for numbers and I will work until we hit those numbers, but we cannot guarantee anything. There's too many variables in place. And uh, if you're in the, if you're in it for guarantees, you shouldn't be in business. hundred <laughs> percent. You know? Business is not a guarantee. No. no. And it, it, you know, and it, it's interesting. And I think, you know, th there are lots of agencies and, and marketers out there nowadays who, you know, who will give guarantees on, on certain things. Um, and I mean, no, that's a whole different conversation, but mm. you know, for, for anybody who is looking to engage uh, a coach or an agency or a marketer and they're expecting, you know, guarantees, it, it's like you hiring uh, an employee and they have to guarantee that they will get you results in the first month of them working with you. It's like that just doesn't happen. That's not how it works, right? Um, so, yeah, that's a whole separate conversation. But, um, <laughs> and, and we won't dive into that too much now. But, mate, uh, talk to me about your take on the current digital marketing landscape right what you know there's new platforms that are you know really taking over like tiktok's booming yeah. uh facebook uh you know is definitely going through some issues at the moment it's, it's aging up the younger population are, are using it less and less uh google is on fire but there's all sorts of things that are going on in terms of pixels and privacy and tracking and all that sort of stuff so where do you think we're at where do you think um obviously from a, a coaches and a consultant's perspective what's the digital marketing landscape look like yeah, we've all got pretty smashed by all the Apple privacy changes and that sort of thing over the last few months. Um, so there's always changes happening and there's always going to be new platforms, some of that will succeed, some that will fail. It is interesting that Facebook is 
an older platform is still where I get most of my business and Facebook and Instagram run together. So if you're an Instagram person, you still have to go through Facebook to get to Instagram. But I think that no matter where you're getting those top end leads from, whether it is from a Facebook or a TikTok video or, um, or a podcast, whatever it is, I think the process is still the same. You're still offering something free on the front end and then the back end, you still follow that same process. There's always going to be new platforms and softwares and stuff. I'm learning a whole new software at the moment and it's a nightmare because I'm good at what I do. And it reminds me of when I was a good skier and then I tried to learn to snowboard because I thought it was cooler. And I was like, <laughs> on the green runs again. And I was like, why am I doing this? What a waste of time. But um, this one here, it's like a, it's like an all-in-one platform. It's called Builderall. It's epic. I don't know if you've nice. heard of it. It does everything. And so I'm learning that for the sake of my clients who can then pay less to have softwares, right? The process I'm going to use for the time being will always be the same. And it has been since that guy released his first piece of, piece of like value-based marketing in the newspaper in like the 20s or whatever it was, which was mm. like how to buy stocks. Since then, it's been the same thing. Give some value, educate people, nurture them and then move them towards a conversion, whether that's an appointment or a, a consultation or a direct sale. How you get your front end leads is just through you building a brand and being valuable to these people. I love TikTok. I've got no, uh, I don't think I'm very good at TikTok, but I've got friends who are getting appointments like really well off TikTok. That's I'm cool. loving the podcast thing at the moment. Yep. You know what's working well for me at the moment is cold emails through LinkedIn. Nice. How, how dry and old school is that? But it's working yeah. really well. I'm emailing like, you know, we're, we're emailing like 100 people a week and I book a lot of my clients through email. And uh, awesome. that seems like a dinosaur thing to do, man. But um, yeah. it just proves the message is the same. I offer something in the email. We have a conversation and that's my funnel. So I wouldn't get too caught up in softwares, to be honest. You know, that, that's just what I would say. I would say learn the basics and then adapt it to whatever the world throws at you. And it's like it's uh, you know it's it's marketing fundamentals. It's you know psychology one hundred and one, right? You know <laughs> nothing like you know we are humans and <laughs> we don't change and everything is the same. Like if you run up to somebody on the street and ask them to marry you, it's a cliche statement, but uh, you know then they're going to freak out and run away from you, right? And it's the same thing in your advertising, right? You yeah. need to you know you need to build some rapport, you need to give them some value, and you need to over time build a relationship to the point where they will say yes. It's not going to happen off the bat. Uh, and you do that by providing some value. So yeah, the the, the uh, psychology and the marketing fundamentals stay the same. Uh, the the platform that you reach people on has its own little unique bits and pieces in the way that it operates in people's psychology when they're on the platform. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's very interesting. And I think you know anybody who is struggling with their marketing, one of the biggest bits of advice we kind of share is if you know, your marketing is not performing the way you want it to go back to the start, have a look at what you are doing and ask yourself, are you providing enough value? Like, are you doing enough? Would you be interested in the marketing that you're putting out into the world? Mm. And if if not, that's probably a really good place to start troubleshooting. Sounds cliche, doesn't it? People talk about giving value all the time. Like every coaching business coach mentor is, or are you giving value on the front end? But that's exactly what we need to be doing. You know, it's it's not... It's not TV ads anymore. We need to be offering something first. And uh, because you, there's so much competition now, there's yeah. just that's the main thing. You've got to stand out and have people like you. And you, you don't need that many people to buy from you to have a business. 
yeah. as well. You know, you don't, if you make value for, you know, one specific kind of little demographic, then you don't need to be the guy with the biggest budget or the most followers. You can just be someone who these people follow. Back when I was health coaching in the weight loss space, competing against, you know, everyone, like the most ripped up, shredded people, people with like $7 apps and stuff, but had a nice little community of like yeah. a thousand Facebook followers, maybe like 20 of them watched every live I did. And if those people buy from you, I have a business. So yeah. That's yeah. what I was very good at selling at the time. So I didn't really have much of a business. But, uh, you know, I had the follow. Got to start somewhere. Got to start somewhere, man. And, um, yeah, giving value on the front end is, is important. E-commerce, you guys do e-commerce, right? Yeah. What, what does giving value look like in an e-commerce perspective? Look, again, it's very similar. It's like what are you doing at the top of the funnel to provide someone with some value or get them interested and, you know, sending an ad that's uh, saying buy now and, you know, you, you've got two hours left to make the purchase. Like that stuff's just not going to cut it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you need to be providing some value up front. So whether it's educational, whether it's entertaining, whether it's, uh, you know, some some form of tech, you know, trial or, or sample or something like that. You have to be giving something up the top of the funnel. Uh, it's no different to consulting, coaching, lead generation. Doesn't matter what it is. Um, you know, those principles all stay the same. So it's about building that relationship and moving people through a funnel to the point where they're ready to purchase. I love that. I've, I have one e-commerce client who is just a very good friend of mine, and she is a um she makes ceramics and she just posts a video of her every day hand making a ceramic nice. and she's got heaps of followers of her literally hand making her um her vases and her jugs and everything yeah. and she has a bit of a sort of a, a mental health theme going to it as well so she like makes a jug a day a vase a day for mental health and it's really, so really good cool. yeah there. yeah therefore she's got a really lovely group of uh of followers who are just mm. fans and will buy things because yeah. they want to support that message. It's, uh, yeah. it's really cool, man. I, th I think people just need to bring some love back into it, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Stop trying to uh, overthink it and, and you know reinvent the wheel and just be yourself, uh, help people, provide some value, and uh, you, know, you will build something over time, that's for sure. Podcasting is a great way to do it. If you're love good that. at podcasting, you know, if, you're, uh, if you're good at video, make videos. If you're good at writing, write. If you like speaking, then speak to people or... Yeah. What I do, because I've got, you know, probably you get a lot of content out of your podcast because we have the business and the family. We take this podcast, we then post the audio in a few different places, the live stream video in a few places, clip up the videos, make blogs and articles and LinkedIn and emails and all that kind of thing. You can do a lot with very little time, uh, but it allows us to hit people up on every platform. Hmm. And that, that's been a really, a really big learning for me is I'm not great at everything, but uh I'm not great at much at all, but yeah, but um, if I can uh, get out there ahead of people and just you know provide that value in short snippets with no ego that people actually want to listen to me uh, and just hope they do, then um, yeah, my brand's grown pretty pretty well off the back of that man, and it's all been through uh, yeah, just just love for doing this kind of thing. Yeah, hundred percent. You have to love it, man. You have to love it for sure. Mate, mm. uh, before we look to wrap up, what's uh, what's one last piece of advice uh, for anybody in business, um, regardless of whether they're a coach, consultant, uh, you know, doesn't matter. Just any piece of advice that you'd love to share with the audience. Uh, yeah, big question, Anthony. I think, honestly, bro, what I've learned over about eight years in business is that 
my own personal development, my own routines being perfect and me following what all the gurus say has had no impact at all on the success of my business. Okay. It has been probably, probably the opposite. When I was in coaching, I fell into a really big hole of do what all the coaches do. Yeah. You know, wake up at 5 a.m., do a million push-ups, go and jump in the ocean, cold water, uh, meditate four hours a day, read a, read every book under the sun and document everything you do. Every time you're on the plane, take a photo at the window and <laughs> show you healthy food and yeah. put an inspirational quote up four times a day. And I had no business. Now I've got little kids. I wake up sometime in the morning and do whatever it takes to get through the morning rock in spend four hours working on systems and structures and i've got a great business mm. and i feel good about myself I, I do the things that you know make me feel physically healthy and mentally healthy and i completely disregard what everyone else is doing realizing that i myself am a work in progress and there are successful people out there who are awful and there are broke people out there who are fantastic and business and success is really all about systems and showing up and enjoying what you're doing for those few hours and how many push-ups you've done that morning or how many pages of a book you've read really can only help to a point yeah. after that you just got to be good at what you do care about your clients and just um have some patience put your head down and build the business you want if you want to be a, you know, a billionaire influencer, you know, a million followers in every channel, you know, making shitloads of money. Great. Act like that. Me, I want a lifestyle business. I want to go to the park and the beach every day and finish at four. I'm building that. So love it. Disregard everyone else and just do your own thing, man. Feel good about it. Do you, mate? Do you? Do my best, man. I've realized from doing me that you're sitting there looking really cool in like a you know, cool black t-shirt. I'm wearing like flowers and my hair's all puffy. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I look very different to this puffy dude. Hair. Puffy <laughs> hair as well, man. <laughs> you look fantastic. You're just a cool dude. But we're both doing us, right? And uh, that's all we can do. And, and I think we're both pretty happy for it. 100%, mate. Absolutely love that. Alex, where can people find out more about yourself and To The Moon? Searching To The Moon Digital on most platforms will, uh, will get you to me. On if you're a LinkedIn person, like you're a B2B person, I'm Alex Morris everywhere else on YouTube and it, on, uh, and what's the other one I just said, LinkedIn. Yep. They're the main places to the moon digital it, it is all about me. And, uh, you know, if you want to plug, you can download my free book, which is, <laughs> which is my system for uh, how Love coaches it. and consultants can uh, generate leads without building a landing page. So cool. That's my cool. top end little uh, magnet. But I, can, I can give you that to download for free, man. It's uh, all yours. We will have all the links in the show notes as always. Alex, thanks so much for your time, mate. Uh, appreciate you coming on the show. Anthony, I've had a lot of fun. Thank you very much for having me today, bro. So that's it for another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. As we mentioned, we'd love to get your thoughts and feedback on this episode. You can do that by heading over to our Instagram at Attention Media Agency and letting us know what your thoughts. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also love to know what you'd like us to talk about in upcoming episodes. So send us your topic ideas. We are always interested. And if you'd love to know more, head over to the website, attentionmedia.com.au. That's all for now. We'll see you in the next episode.